American Capitalism, A History, with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist. Once the Crusades began, people began to move in greater numbers between Northwestern Europe on the one hand and the Mediterranean world on the other. And what they discovered, what people in the Mediterranean learned and people in Northwestern Europe learned, was that each side of that geographical equation had things that the other side wanted, things that it would be profitable to move from one place to another. And that introduces two problems. One is the physical problem of actually moving those goods. To some extent, this depended on the uh, creation of uh, more efficient kinds of transport, particularly water transport, as goods were sent increasingly around Spain uh, up into what is today the Netherlands and Britain and Belgium and France and so on. But some of that trade still happened to happen, had to happen overland uh, in wagons and mule trains and things like that. Uh, that was inevitably going to be the case. But at the same time, the trade also introduces the problem of how are you going to transport the payment uh, from one place to another. Because pure barter simply wasn't going to work, uh, even as goods were moving back and forth. So what the Italian merchants of cities like Genoa, Florence, uh, and Venice began to use is a technique that almost certainly comes from the Middle East, and maybe even before that from India and China and that is the bill of exchange. And this, in a way, is the foundation, certainly the ancestor of our system, not only of paper money, uh, but more broadly, our system of credit and long distance exchange of money. Let me give you an example that illustrates how these new techniques of trade help to stimulate the growth of the economy in both the Mediterranean and Northwestern Europe. And this example uh, might, might sound a little simplistic, but it actually describes some real historical uh, practices, some things that really happened. So imagine two sets of merchants originally from Florence in Italy. In each case, one, one, of the merchants, uh, one of the merchants in the partnership moves up to Belgium, to the city of Antwerp, which becomes a core of the trade in, in uh, wool cloth, which is being made in northwestern Europe by these, these early centuries in the first millennium. And there's a market for it down in the, in the Mediterranean. People are willing to pay more for it than those, those farmers in Belgium. And at the same time, the Mediterranean has goods that people want in Northwestern Europe. Let's say in this case, the merchants have access to a lot of spices, which come from Asia through the Middle East to the Mediterranean world. So each side in these potential trades, Northwestern Europe and Italy has something to gain. And the merchants want to be able to gain some piece of the, the profit that's, that's possible if you can connect uh, those two sets of supply and demand together. But they don't want to send huge quantities of gold and silver coins back and forth around uh, Spain by sea or across France by mule trains or anything like that. It's very inconvenient and they'd be subject to potential robbery. So let's talk about uh, how this actually works. So the first partnership, uh, we'll call them A and B, but let's give them names. We'll call them Alberto and Bartolomeu. Um, they, they want to get wool uh, and from Northwestern Europe, from Belgium, and they want to send it back to Florence. And the other partnership, uh, C and D, let's call them uh, Carlo and Dominic, uh, they want to get uh, their spices uh, up to Northwestern Europe, to Belgium, uh, and they all want to make some profit uh, in these transactions. 
So the first set um, of, the, of partners, Alberto uh, and um, Bartolomeo, uh, Alberto writes Bartolomeo and says, please buy 95 uh, pieces of cloth um, and uh, you can pay uh, up to 100 florins for them. So uh, Bartolomeo goes to Carlo and says, I'm giving you a document. This is the bill of exchange, uh, which is payable in Florence by my partner, Alberto, in six months for 100 florins. And in exchange, I want you to give me 95 pieces of cloth. Let's say a cloth usually uh, could be bought for about one florin for, per piece of cloth. So what is being built in immediately there is an interest rate. Uh, it's an extra little bit of cash, about five or six percent in this case, uh, which is going to be paid in return for the privilege of not paying until a later date and not paying in physical money. So uh, Carlo C. gives Bartolomeu that cloth. Bartolomeu ships the cloth back to Alberto. Alberto is going to sell the cloth in Florence, and maybe he's going to make much more than one florin on the exchange. Maybe he's going to make uh, one and a half for each piece of cloth, uh, which means that potentially he's looking at a big profit. Maybe he's going to make 50 florins uh, on, the, on the whole exchange. Meanwhile, Carlo has this piece of paper, which he sends to his partner down in Florence, to Dominic, and says, here's this uh, bill of exchange. You can get the money from Alberto, who lives right down the street from you in Florence, and has promised to pay uh, in six months uh, with his built-in exchange or interest rate of about five or six percent. In return, I want you to send me 100 florins worth of spice, which I will then sell, hopefully for a big profit in Northwestern Europe. Potentially, everybody in this system of exchange is making a profit. Both partnerships are making a profit, and consumers at both ends of the exchange are getting something that they want or even need. They're getting spices in Belgium and in Florence they're getting this wool cloth from the north. Now uh, that is all very important and the way in which the bills of exchange lubricate the trade, they make it happen more easily, they make it possible for people to make profit uh, out of credit, uh, out of essentially loaning people money, that's very important. And there's one more thing that's important as well, and, and this is crucial to understand. Because the credit is available, because the exchanges happen relatively easily through this medium, through this instrument of the bill of exchange, what also happens is that producers are stimulated to make more. They know that they can, if they find more efficient ways to make cloth or more efficient ways to get spices, they're going to be able to find a ready market. And so credit and its ready availability, uh, paper money, if you will, but what we're really talking about here is, as, is credit, that stimulates not just trade, but production and increased efficiency as well. information, go to edX.org and look for American Capitalism, A History, with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist. Or go to Facebook.com slash American Capitalism MOOC. This podcast has been brought to you by Cornell X from Cornell University. Mm -hmm.